Starting recording. All right, well, then I'm just you know, so um, we're going to start this this recording because Harley just called us all all old. So yep. that's I called what... myself. Old too. I've, I've never been so happy to be insulted. I think you're the youngest one out of all four. Of us. I, yeah, I hate you all. <laughs> I think I'm old. <laughs> Phil is old. Phil is old. Phil is old. That's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you damn kids, get off my lawn! I'm our young young buck amongst the group here. <laughs> Which is a good segue to welcome to the Nurturing Podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm here with uh, Phil and David. I don't. Hey guys. Phil, I don't think you said anything. Due to a recent autocorrect, we now call Phil Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> oh. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Harley is back with us. Uh, thank you again for Yay! for joining us. Yeah, of course. Welcome to us again. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we were talking comics, and so I, we were sorry. We were I don't know. It was fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, that was much enjoyed. I'm, I'm trying to branch out my my nerdum because it's like I think people kind of get a, a pigeonholed sometimes. You're like, oh, you're just a Star Wars fan, or you're just a Star Trek, or Doctor Who, Lord of the Rings, whatever it is. But you're like, no, I like a lot of stuff. So you're trying yeah. to get to your super nerd status. Oh hell yes. Where you're like. I'm not one kind of nerd. I'm 12 plus. <laughs> I'm all I'm the nerd. nerd. All I the rolled nerd. a 20. <laughs> when all your nerds combined, I am your super nerd. <laughs> Captain nerd. <laughs> <laughs> super scroll of nerds. <laughs> you dig that. You have, like, combine them all. With an N on it, the ring starts glowing. The super nerd status. <laughs> the, the, infinite, or the, the nerd gauntlet. That's, that's what it could be. But how big would that gauntlet be? If like is it a nerd gauntlet, like there oh, have yeah. to be like a lot of there couldn't just a be thousand like rings be on a that lot thing. of in, yeah there <laughs> have to be like at least a, like a hundred infinity gems. It, it'd it. be like an entire outfit. It'd actually be yeah. an infinite number of gems. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> oh, so, hmm. Cosplay ideas. Hmm. <laughs> it, I I don't know why, but that kind of reminds me of John John Barrowman. He does like a lot of the like he does like these like sequence outfits. And I just um, pictured John Barrowman wearing like this Infinity Nerd uh, s- sequence outfit. I could see that Barrowman could pull oh. that off. Oh, just have him this, and just he'll make it himself. He'll be like, that's an amazing idea, and just make it. I did. I I have the 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 hugest crush on John Barrowman. I I don't know why. Who doesn't? Me too a little. I don't care. Yeah, yeah I, I don't lie. care what your what gender you're attracted to. You're attracted to John Barrowman. <laughs> like the, the the like couple times that I've heard him do a Scottish accent, I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> when he starts dancing on stage or singing, I lose it. So I know. he is a god among men. It's like it's like him and like Nathan Fillion. They're like, I don't know. Oh yeah. And Bruce I love, Campbell. I love Nathan Fillion. And and Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. I have a thing. And Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I think I like John Barrowman the most out of all of them, though, for sure. He, he is a, a close second for me. See, but I, I never watched uh, Firefly or Firefly. I know you didn't. Firefly. Bitch, we watched them. I, I, I know. David's Based been Cowboys. like. I'm a huge uh, Firefly fan, and he won't. They don't want to. Cowboys. Also, I, the introduction of Christina Hendricks to the TV screen. Wait, she's in that? Mm. Uh, uh-huh. there's, there's a lot of people in that. There's her and um, other people. That I shit, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, there's what's her face from Gotham. <laughs> oh yes, Marino. Um, yeah. What's her name? Macarena, and then the other, yeah. the other one who was, 
What's her name who went on to play in the 4400? Summer Glau. Yeah, Summer Glau. She's in 4400. Yeah. I like 4400. Um, what's his face? The redhead. I'm blanking. Oh, um, Alan Tudor. Alan Tudor. Yeah, Alan Tudor. Oh, who is a, he yeah. is He's a national treasure. In, uh, Doom. <laughs> Doom Patrol. Uh, that series is amazing. I love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my. Uh, yeah. Alan Tudyk is just, is becoming like he's he's the ginger national treasure for sure. Yep. K two S O Duke of yeah. Wesselton. Guy has voiced about everything you can think of. That's an amazing character. Yeah, <laughs> and then also he's a great actor. I remember I always knew him from A Knight's Tale first. That's yeah, right. That's right. With, uh, he, he's, he and looked... he's great in that. I have to go back and watch that. I met him once, and he was. And he plays a pirate in Dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he just seems like he's just so fun to be around, too. He'd be cool. Just doesn't hang out with. Oh, yeah. I feel like it would just be so fun hanging out with him. Because I'm sure that he does voices all the time. Probably. Uh, yeah. He's super he entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> but, I love it. Um, let's talk Star Trek. Ah, so we got all that. <laughs> we, are, we are multifaceted nerds. Um, so we're just, what are we doing? Lonely Among Us, uh, mm-hmm. season one, episode six, original air date, October 31st, 1987. It was oh. their Halloween episode in 1987. It is a little spooky, actually. It, it is. It's got some spook to it. You have a um, lot of good classic old school lightning effects. Just, uh, travel I was lines. Imagine, <laughs> so I was, cool, though, in the 80s. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yep. I always imagine when they're filming this, they're like, okay, there's going to be scary lightning, act scared, big eyes. Yeah. Don't move. Like, uh. Don't move, but don't move and you're paralyzed, but you can still talk. It's okay. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't touch the captain. You can't reach no. him. No. Yeah. Yeah. Completely immobile. Uh, okay, so this one is... See, again, they're doing this kind of a a plot, B, uh, a B plot. So a plot is they're going to these two planets who want uh, admission to the Federation, and they're basically uh, transporting both of them. It's the Antikins and the, and the mm-hmm. Soleil. Yep. And unlike most yeah. of the others, the B plot that has nothing to do with anything through no. the whole episode. And yeah. you never get resolved uh, uh, for it. You never get yeah. resolved. It just, no. It's not resolved. It doesn't affect anything in the other plot. It just yeah. It's the side distraction that they're dealing with every so often. And it's like lizard Richard. people and... What would you call the other animal people? It's like lizard people and like weird wolf dog people? So it's if here's, an ape had a child with the xenomorph. Okay, so like, I, I have a theory. So yep. here's my theory. I And this kind of sucks because I know, Harley, you said you have not watched all of Lower Decks yet, correct? Mm-mm. No, okay. I just started that. Uh, okay, it's 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 not spoilery, but um, if you guys remember a couple episodes ago when Mariners out on a planet and they're like, oh, we just like to eat the, these these lizards because is it not these characters? Yes. Maybe oh. keep them for food or whatever. Yeah, is it? I I told you I that those they they reminded me of, <laughs> of characters and there's like there's like a dog creature and they go, oh, we mm-hmm. eat these lizard, these lizard people for food and that's yeah. our whole society. And I'm like, it's this episode, and it, we just happen to be watching it now. Oh, my hmm. goodness. I think you might be right. Holy cow, Jeff. So circle. I'll, just, I'll do some research. You do that. So, And I won't spoil it, because I know we're, we are recording this after the final episode of Lordex has, has aired. But I think, the, I think Harley, I think you'll love it, because it's, it's, it's so good. And it ties in so many things, and it's so amazing. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it's quarantine, so I just keep going from show to show. So that works. Um, <laughs> but you're you're in for a lot of uh, just like random callbacks in in lower decks, oh. and it and it's it's just so much fun. At least once okay. per episode, they do like a rapid fire thing that just burns through like sixteen callbacks to stuff. That is pretty neat. And now I get some of them. I'm like, I get that reference. Yeah. <laughs> that's a TOS thing. <laughs> I saw that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that's kind of one plot. The other plot is that um, as they're transporting them, they stumble across like this weird cloud, uh, like an energy cloud thing, and they pass by it and they pick something up, like this weird energy spark, and it comes on, and it jumps from person to person, and as you do. weird, mysterious things happen. <laughs> Um, of the body snatchers type things. It kind of is. Yeah. And it's, um, it's interesting because they don't like, it's like a really cool concept that you have like this being that's like, you know, electric base, which I think Star Trek definitely plays with beings based in different elements and whatever a lot. Yeah. But you never actually find out at all what it is. Right. There's no name. Yeah. There's no it's species. It's, just, yeah, they just they, they just pull up to the cloud thing and that's it. Yeah, and you never find out really what it wants. It just wants to go home, but yeah, there's no like it. Well, because it it didn't want to kill anybody. I mean, it just it just wanted to get home. Well, but not exactly though either, because the ep- okay, so like when Picard is in his office yeah. and he is possessed by this thing, and Beverly is like freaking out, and Beverly is like, "Okay, is Jean Luc still there?" And he's like. Yes, and he's like talking all like in the as the alien, and he basically says that they're a we, and that the crew is in for like the ride of their lives, and they don't even know what's coming yet, and it's all like very sinister and weird. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. the and then it just like electrocutes everybody as Picard, and then transports into the cloud. I was like, wait, what? what? So what did they actually <laughs> want? Did they? It didn't just want to go home because then it wouldn't have been so sinister and weird and spooky. I mean, Halloween, but like, I, it's, it's very confusing. And when it took everybody yeah. over, it made no attempt to really turn around and head back until it was Picard. Yeah, like it didn't try to, to influence anybody. It. Yeah, just kept trying to learn about the warp engine. Like as Beverly, it was like, oh, tell me about the warp engine. <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, also, yeah. not a discreet, not a discreet alien at <laughs> no. all. It's, like, not even trying to pretend. It just is, like, tell me about the thing that I clearly want to know about. And you also don't really <laughs> yeah. know why. It just wants to take them back. Why didn't it just go, hey, you picked me up. Yeah, right? Me home. Take See, me home. This, this is bad communication. This is what David was saying. Yeah. Yep, yep. would be solved. But it was sinister, too, because there's other episodes where they pick things up and it can't communicate that it wants to just go home. This yeah. one could communicate and was like, just kidding, let me be creepy and tell you I'm going to take you on a ride. And I was like, it, no. It's not like its first interaction when it took someone over was something that was going to harm it, so it had to be careful or anything like that. You're right, it, it could have easily communicated, and everybody seemed civil to the people that had taken over. And Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. because it, it goes to Worf, and Worf is like passed out. They... They don't even, and then it jumps to Beverly, and then she kind of like roams around. Yeah. And then it goes to like, it, well, so then, yeah, this is when, when it kills the engineer Singh. Uh, and down yeah. in, so yeah, it kills off like, like the only brown person. 
<laughs> You're right. It doesn't. It doesn't explain anything. Like it, why it moves, why it changes people. Like nothing like that. It's not like it burns through a host and has to move on or anything. It just. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Is the cloud even its home? We don't know. Yeah, well, and it's definitely mixed signals because cause you're right. It gave off that vibe that like I'm gonna because like oh I I like being in a physical body now. I'm gonna get all my friends over here, but then it just takes the captain and leaves and like well what's it doing now? Yeah. And that would have been a very TOS thing too of like oh it's in a body and now I enjoy this because I have emotions and stuff. They did there's, that all over. There are TOS episodes like that. Yep. Yeah. There's there's the one with Diana uh, Amaldur where they uh, they visit these like consciousnesses that are stored in something and they it goes into her body and Kirk's. That's yeah, the exact plot. When it was always that it always would come in and then it's like oh I have a physical body I have nerve endings I have emotions this is so amazing and like I feel so much and I want to stay here, and that kind of makes sense even though they hardly ever explained it much in TOS at all either but. Yeah. yeah, this one, they had, like, a perfect opportunity for that, and they were just like, oh, I'm just going to sneak around, and then I'm going to be the captain and tell them we need to go back, and that's it. Yeah. They do alien possession at least once, usually twice, in actually every Star Trek series, except... Yeah. Uh, I'm actually just kidding. They kind of do it. They just do it in Discovery, too. What am I talking about? Yeah, when that computer <laughs> yeah. takes over. No, yeah, nobody escapes that, that plot fallacy. Yeah, yeah it yeah. happens. Everyone. Oh yeah, absolutely, and and it happens multiple times. I mean, because I think mean, you know, uh, a Troy gets taken over. I think a few times. You know, Data yes. does. Or yeah, like, the, the Beta Zoid is always the easiest takeover point. It seems like mm-hmm. because like, of open your mind. Yeah, yeah. Most, she's the most connected to her feelings. Yeah, I think it's because she's like probably maybe like the I'd argue the most I guess most um, emotionally intelligent and also maybe most like mentally open person. Yep. She be. always has her mind open, kind of reaching out, making sure the crew is cool, so easier target. It is kind of the general idea of between an empath and a telepath, as telepaths are usually guarded, and empaths are very open. They receive a lot, Yeah. usually. Hmm. Yeah. Um, a couple of things that we get in this one, we get the first look at the uh, dress uniforms, so we see, yep. we uh, see that's those right. for the first time. Yep. Uh, we got literally the dress uniforms, yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's a dress. Yeah, that's true. Also, <laughs> shout yeah. out to Equality again on Star Trek, making leaps and bounds ahead of its time. Not all the time since it did kill off the brown head engineer, but <laughs> kill off that person of color. But oh, yeah. they have, but they have like the guys walking around in literally the dresses. Which yeah. Was, it's like in the 60s, that was one thing where it was like, that's something that was argued. It's like, oh, it was very progressive, but it was still sexist because the women were still literally wearing miniskirts. And originally they wanted a female number one, and that and she, wasn't allowed either. Yeah. So next and gen, she wore pants. Next gen, yeah. Yep. Next gen is like, let me fix all of that by uh, just letting all the men wear the dress. And you never see it. You almost never see a woman wearing the dresses. It's like almost exclusively men. Yeah. They look super comfortable. They look so comfortable. <laughs> they look very they airy. Legs. <laughs> I would I wear. If I was a dude with great legs on a starship, I would also wear that because I feel like you get a lot of ladies that way. I, <laughs> so old. I, I have nice legs, so I, I just need to find someone to actually make me that costume. <laughs> I also couldn't help but notice that Singh, the one when, when he came on screen, I was like, oh man, the one Indian guy they have on the show, and he's an engineer. He's like an IT guy, basically. Oh, I was oh, like, oh. <laughs> oh my god, it is. 
Oh it is. Goodness. I was like, oh, oh really? Okay. Guys, come on. I mean, Anything, any other job. In the <laughs> 80s, I don't think that was a stereotype yet, was it? Not yet. Probably no. not. As much at least, not, yeah. So we forgive them because they were actually trying to maybe elevate him by giving him a leadership role. Oh, maybe. That's yeah, true. I mean, at least yeah. he was the head IT guy, at least. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, he had lines, at least. At least he got to have like a oh, part. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't just it wasn't just a background, yeah. Yeah. Well, and two, you know, when when Worf gets taken over and he 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 just tosses that like medical person to the side and they don't even care about him. They're like, "Oh, let's get Worf to sick bay." And there's a guy on the floor that he's oh, like, yeah. oh, she has a concussion, oh, yeah. we don't know. He got up. He did get up with kind of a look of like, "What the hell, guys?" But <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. I'm like, "Sack up, man. You're fine." Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding again? This is twice this week. Johnson getting thrown around again. <laughs> um, I do like uh, Beverly's like he- um, medical exam headgear thing. Oh, I don't yeah. know what that is, but I love that. Which I don't think we ever see that again. We see the eyepiece part, but we don't see the whole like. Yeah, we don't see the whole thing. Yeah, head nope. thing with the ever again. That was just like that one time. And one that time was it. done. That's it. And then of course, tricorder. Yeah. Well, and then of course, Wesley's wearing the same sweater as he was last of time. Of course, it's pumpkin it, spice season. Of course, he's wearing the sweater. It's fall we're in the, the Enterprise. Of, we're in the middle of October. What do you expect? Exactly. They're getting maximum use out of that thing. <laughs> um, yeah, this was it, this was an interesting episode. I uh, I kind of get what they're going towards, but I just. I don't know. I, I, I don't know which was the main plot because I didn't really care about the two aliens. They're just being like they're trying to eat each other and attack each yeah, other. I was gonna say, it was kind of funny yeah. when they one when they were stalking each other around the engineering levels and they had like the noose looking thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, oh sorry, they wrong slip species. Over his head. <laughs> yeah, they get right there and he's like, Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. It's like a it's like a dog catcher hoop or something. Yeah, exactly. Basically, yeah. So just neon colored. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and sorry, then, wrong please, and both plots were interesting enough, but it's like they didn't have time to develop them or cut, bring them to a conclusion. Even in true Star Trek style, they didn't just like resolve it in a minute or two. They could have easily like done something like that. Yeah, and they never resolved this until possibly Lower Decks. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. They did come up with a resolution in about 30 seconds, didn't they? <laughs> Yeah, I won't say um, what it was. Spoilers. We won't do that many spoilers. No spoilers. No, that's the only Star Trek thing I haven't watched. Only one. That's okay. We'll let it slide. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. So I mean, that's basically it. The, this this thing is jumping around from you know person to person, um, trying to find its way out. Um, yeah, it kills Engineer Singh. So David, make sure you put him on our kill kill tracker. Kill tracker. Uh, yes. More oh. blood for the tracker. um this 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 probably brings in one of the other big storylines that goes you know throughout the rest is that uh data gets introduced to uh sherlock holmes yep oh i know that's Uh, the best that's honestly in my opinion that's the whole point of this episode it's just (laughs) data with a pipe just to make sure yeah because literally i love how picard just like references it and he was like what What's that? <laughs> I don't get that reference. And David's Indubitably. Like, oh, like, kind of mentions it. And then he just deep dives. And then Riker's like, oh, yeah, he's uh, researching it or like reading it. And Data's like, uh, read it. And you're like, yeah, I did. Like, of course. Yeah, I imagine a that, like download just <laughs> read it. And, and I have the pipe to prove it. 
chomp. Yes. <laughs> and he just, well, that's when he first starts his little, his character. And he's, it's so funny seeing the beginning of it too, because he ends up just, it becomes so flushed out, like Holmes, you know, Sherlock Holmes moments. Yeah. But you have him. And I love his, how his whole line Brad, where he's like, would you, would you agree that it's incontrovertible that the, 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 yeah. <laughs> Data's talking like he's Sherlock Holmes, yep. but also Picard's just like blindly believing him at every turn. Not that I wouldn't, it's Data, I get that. But like Data's <laughs> like, do we agree that this could not possibly be, be any member of the crew or family member? It is, you know, he like talks about why not, and Picard just goes, yeah. Sure, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, Data, yeah, <laughs> sure. let's, we'll roll with this. We'll, we'll roll with this for a few minutes, Data, go for it. I love it, I love it so much. But he's right, I mean, he is right. Of course, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's freaking well, data. I like, I like that he took the time to replicate a pipe, and oh, yeah. like, like he put some detail into that. Chomping on it, it. He didn't just take like his thought process. He took like his entire personality and quirks and everything. I was like, yeah. Oh. oh yeah. You know what? So this is kind of the like TNG nerd in me. Is that there's a scene in Picard's Ready Room um, where, so. Later on in seasons, he has that little side room where he has like a replicator where he always gets his, his tea from. He doesn't have it in this. It's just a wall. Yeah. It's like a weird wall. Yeah. Mm. That's my, I don't know why I noticed you know, that. You know what Picard has from the beginning of the series? And I've always, as an adult, as a kid, I was like, oh, this is cool. As an adult, I'm like, that's expensive, is his little aquarium. His fish oh, tank. yeah. His little yeah. bubble aquarium in the wall. Mm-hmm. Do you know what kind of fish is in there? No. It is a lionfish. Lionfish okay. are exotic fish that are actually also poisonous and very expensive. Oh. So and I wonder I how many fish they went through. And I know the fish is named Livingston. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Livingston. I doubt Lionfish. they went through a lot. They are pretty sturdy fish, but yeah, they they are very expensive. For seven years. Po- Those barbs yeah. are very very poisonous. They're very poised. And so I'm just here as an adult going, okay, who decided, like, good choice having a, a aquarium in his study. But who decided <laughs> that it would be this extremely expensive exotic fish? Like, especially in season one, where if you've watched, there's the, the are you guys going to watch the documentary? Which about one? About the making of Next oh, Gen? Oh, uh, Chaos done? on the Bridge? Yeah. Uh, that's. Oh, we can. I thought that was William Shatner. Kid did he, that chaos on the bridge. He directed it, or yeah, yeah. But it's we do about have the first it. Yeah, season of TNG. Yeah, yeah. It's a, well, it goes through the whole series. It talks okay. About the whole series. Yeah. Um, but like, you find out from that documentary that they were having like the budgets were. It's pretty clear too. The budgets are tiny in the first season. Everyone's getting paid really badly. It's crazy hours. They don't even have all the facilities, all this stuff. Yet someone was like, but we're going to spend like $1,000 on this fish, though. Yeah, because you need it. Like, they don't, they don't get food for half of the day, but this fish, we're going to have this fish. Of course. Because <laughs> priorities, I know. Well, because yeah. it's, uh, but then it's funny, too, because Riker makes the comment in this one. He goes, oh, we don't enslave animals for food anymore, but you cage a fish? Like, just for <laughs> entertainment? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, depending on its environment, it could be extremely happy. That's true. It could be true. I always wonder how always they fed, fed it. No predators. Well, how how do they feed it? There's no opening. Is there? 
that you can see. It's an automated computer system. This is the future. <laughs> like a tiny like, replicator like in the street. Like a mini, mini replicator <laughs> that drops some flakes in there. <laughs> that would be amazing. I, I bet the replicator replicates live prey for that lionfish into that tank. <laughs> and that that's just sense. a bubble of the tank that we see. That's not the whole tank. Ooh, because it probably runs. Because if, if you look at the schematics of the Enterprise-D, there's actually like a, a cetacean oceanography section. I, they're, yeah. they're, they're supposed to have, have dolphins on the ship. Hmm. So this thing could like, you know, float around like, uh, like Darwin from Sequest. <laughs> Just, Just from room to room, it goes all over the place, but happens it could. to be in his room every time they show him. Yes. <laughs> but it's not always there, actually. Sometimes there's no fish. You don't, you don't see the fish. Sometimes you don't oh. see it. He's off hanging out. I have been and proven wrong. Poisonous, <laughs> so you actually probably don't let it interact with the other sea life. That's probably true too. Mm, that's probably it's true. It's Separate extreme. tubing? I don't know. Poison. Some dolphin would try to eat it and die. Yep. <laughs> uh, Plus, there's it's also um, like, I'm sorry, I was about to go off on a huge ocean you, nerd. You can go on whatever tangent we, you want. We have no problem with that. We I spent no half of an entire episode talking about time travel. Go for it. <laughs> I, I'm stopping it now because it's about to be really, really, really long. Because I'm also like a marine biology nerd, so I'm just going to stop it. But yes, I like what we've discussed about this life. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we can bring in Sequest and 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 uh, like uh, a marine life in, into a uh, Star Trek episode. That always makes me happy. Sequest is just '90s Lassie. That's all it is. No, it's like underwater Star Trek. What's that, Lassie? Oh, what are we gonna oh, do? Oh, with, with Darwin. Not against Lassie, bitch. Nothing. <laughs> Damn. I like Sequest. That's just I what it is, though. It is. Do you guys remember the Disney Channel series Ocean Girl? Sounds vaguely familiar. Now, why is that scratching something in the back of my brain? Because <laughs> it was like an Australian series that Disney purchased, and it was one of Disney's first three live action TV shows on Disney Channel. And it was about this girl who literally, they found her, like she lived in the ocean with like dolphins and stuff. And they discovered her because they built an underwater, partly underwater, partly above water marine facility to study the ocean. And they saw her swim by. Interesting. Is that available somewhere? I'm sure like on somewhere. Disney Plus? Plus? Um, Actually, I feel like every time I've looked, it's not on Disney Plus because I 100% looked immediately (laughs) for that for Spellbound, which was the one with the guy who jumped through time to like uh, the medieval age, which also they don't have on there. Mm. Um, But yeah, I I think once I found it, like pieces of it on YouTube, it's like nowhere. It's hard to find. Well, it could be in Australia. I'm sure if there's any yeah, people in Australia they're, listen. They're, yeah. uh, however long they purchased that copyright for might have expired, so it reverted back to whoever produced it in Australia. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I like ocean stuff. Ocean show. That's cool. They should bring hmm. back Sequest. That's, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm putting that out there. <laughs> um, so there's another interesting part. So once once uh, the captain's taken over by this thing, and he's like, "Oh, let's go back and look at that cloud," they immediately are like, and I I never know if this is good or bad, but they immediately question everything he's doing, and they're like, "We should mutiny." And is that is that good because they think something's wrong, or bad because they can't follow directions? It's just because he was yeah. acting weird. I was like, uh, "You really want to go straight to that?" Like I get you asked him directly, and he's not telling you, but. 
well, he's not endangering anything. And he's also, yeah. at the point that they get really intense about it, Beverly and Riker, hasn't the alien already told Beverly that it's an alien in there? I don't remember. Possibly? I think so. I also, that would fit. That would make sense with the rest that, of the storytelling they did it. this episode. Yeah. yeah. Also, why did you not also just like actually quote the Star Trek laws and guidelines where you like Riker? They're just so hesitant when they like they want to take over for him. Yeah. And Riker, yeah. they could have yeah. immediately incapacitated him. And oh, totally. They didn't try to do anything. I mean, I feel like that just shows that the show had they had not fully developed certain parts of the show yet. But watching it now, after obviously watching the series many times, I was just like, why did we not do that? Yeah. Why? That's a normal thing to do. We do yeah, it in another episode. If they're questioning I mean, it that much, they could have easily... He did say he'd have to have like a vote from all the, the senior officers or something like that, but... Remember they mentioned that because he's yeah. like for her to take out for her to do it. She has to declare him mentally incompetent, which mm -hmm. she has to run the tests and have the backup data. And then she's like, but you can Riker. And he's like, yeah, but I need all of the senior officers to vote on it. Which and also I, I don't like, think that's how I don't think that's how it works later on at all. There's you a can just do it. Just steps up. And I mean, yeah. to be fair, everyone agrees with him. There's an episode where someone tries to take over. I don't spoil it. It's way farther down. Tries to take over and no and one questions. Yeah, everyone, no one like supports him, and they're like, "Nope, we don't yeah. support you. We're not going to do that." So it's basically right. like I don't think they vote. They just kind of either everyone supports it or they don't. Yeah, mm -hmm. either, yeah, do it or they don't. That's true. Well, yeah, it's I mean, so in that in that whole scene where they're kind of discussing it, there's actually some models. If you look, there's a model of the Enterprise A, I think, and then also of one of the original shuttlecrafts um, in the scene. Oh yeah, behind them on the wall. Yeah, which I thought was kind of cool. They just like threw it in there. Like they just have mem memorabilia thrown in. Well, and going back to kind of the, the mutiny procedure, comparing it to the only other movie I can think of around the time frame that dealt with it, Crimson Tide. They, <laughs> yeah. He does just, as the XO, he just goes and he's like, sorry, you're, I'm declaring you not fit and I'm taking over. Yeah. And yeah, he didn't have to, he didn't have to vote anybody until they started pulling guns and mutiny, like physically mutinying. But yeah. he just made him, locked him in his room and was done. Like, <laughs> mm. Yeah, because so, if, if the crew supports you, then then that's then you, yeah. you that's all the support that you need. Well, even yeah. in that one, the crew didn't really support him. He just did it, and that was by the book, so everybody followed the law. Yeah, because it's a military vessel, and that's what you do. True. Um. So okay, the ending was kind of weird, and I so okay, so it's in of a captain, and he beams himself into the cloud as pure energy and then they're like well let's just wait around but we don't see him anywhere and then suddenly troy senses him and then he goes his energies his patterns back in the transporter because he was the last person to use the transporter it just like it's just such he a uploaded himself into the cloud as you will he did he did <laughs> but it's just a, it's a terrible explanation exactly what i was thinking of i'm like yeah. he needs to show up on amazon web servers just <laughs> aws goes down <laughs> yeah, the end of this episode is problematic and messy. And it's so funny because I feel like, for the most part, Next Gen isn't super problematic or messy. Yeah. And the end of this episode is super both it's of those things. Good. This just felt like a TOS. Oh, you know, we've got two minutes left. Let's, you know, wrap this up. Yep. yep. Oh, we're at the end. Oh, we forgot to do it. Okay, uh, let's do this. This whole uh, episode yeah, felt yeah, more yeah. like 
episode than a next gen episode, honestly. It, it is. And I think really you're right. Cause what you said is like later on, it's definitely more care. Like obviously problems come up, but it's more yeah. character driven. Yes. This is just weird, wacky shit happens and we kind of figure it out. Which is not most of next gen. Like as you, pro- I mean, as it's also as it progresses and it finds its feet, but there aren't a ton of episodes like that with next gen. Everything is fairly, it's fairly clear cut. It's yeah. It's pretty driven and then it gets more driven as we do like more character driven episodes which is when it starts to like really get good when they find their group with that but absolutely yeah this is a weird this is a weird not great episode of next gen yeah i'm yeah it's i'm not a fan of it, it it's kind of a toss away for me it, w- I, it would be better if one plot was one episode and the other plot was another episode and we could yes. get full plot lines out of both yeah of them. logically then, then we'd be, be in business yeah, yeah, instead of having two, well, instead of having one crappy episode, we get two pretty yeah, decent. You, ones. Usually, yeah. at least the B plot is like the ticking clock that makes them under time. But literally, at one yeah. point, he's like, "Don't you guys need to get where you need to go?" And he's like, "They'll wait for us." Yeah. I'm like, "What the fuck, man?" Warp, warp two, whatever. They'll wait. Fine. We're good. I'm like, okay. They can eat each other later. Yeah, we're hunting each other on this ship. We're having a good time where you guys deal with this electrocuting alien. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then even at the end, there's that little comedic, you know, it's very TOS where she's like, oh, they're fighting again. And uh, Picard is like, all right, I'm taking a day off. This is on, on you, Riker. Riker, take control. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's. Does it take the wheel. It's Riker, take control. <laughs> that's. A, I need to hear that Riker, song. Riker, take the wheel. Riker, take Riker, the wheel. Riker, take the helm. Riker, take the con. Okay. <laughs> I'll take the helm. Yeah. I like that. That, that. That needs to be a song. <laughs> oh, I know. We'll just call Weird Al Yankovic right now and have him do a cover of Jesus Take the Wheel, but have it be a TNG themed. <laughs> okay, so, so let me get a list. Okay, so our last episode I have to send to Will Wheaton. This one I have to send to. You also have to send the last episode to Lavar Burton. Lavar so Burton. The, for, the, it, the it's in a book, book. bitch. Yeah. It's in a book, bitch. bitch. <laughs> I have a, I have a lot of stuff I have to do apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, that's how the episode ends. They they do that. They don't solve anything. Um, no. Yeah. No. I no, I'm not a fan of this one. Me honestly. When I watched it, I was like, I don't remember this episode of Next Gen, which is weird because most episodes I'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember this one when I'm like rewatching. Yeah. This one, I think I blocked it out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably it, okay. Started, it's probably just, yeah, forgettable. Yeah. Just, your, your, like, your brain only has so much storage capacity and you've got to purge all the non-essential stuff. And this is one of those. I was thankful to purge this one. <laughs> It has to fight its way back into your brain for this, and then it'll. You're like, no, why did I do this? It's, it's gonna fight it's gone, its way it's out gone again. again. Yeah. By the time this post, she's gonna be like, "What was this about again?" We do. Yeah, I'll be like, like just fall right back out. Recording this episode. Cold push man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so you weren't a fan of it, um, David. What'd you think? In an odd twist of fate, I agree with you, Jeff. It was not my favorite. <laughs> I was okay. waiting for him to go, uh, well, it wasn't great, I'm but. <laughs> but. <laughs> no, I, I agree with Jeff for once. It Yeah, it just, a lot of wasted time. The TNG, I've come already, we're six episodes in and I've already come to expect better. Like, <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I'm not mad, yeah. I'm just disappointed. Point already. 
<laughs> okay, Dad. Ooh. I'm not mad. Being disappointed is so much. I feel like instead of being, I was talking to someone the other day where I was like, yeah, it's so much worse having someone or something be disappointing or be disappointed in them than being mad at it. Yeah. yeah. So much mm-hmm. It is. Because you that could yell at this episode. true. And this episode <laughs> would just dismiss you when you yelled at it and called it names, but you're like, I'm disappointed in you. Now this episode feels guilty. Really bad. Yep. It, it knows what it did. It, it does. <laughs> uh, there was an episode of, uh, I think it's Blackish, where the, the dad was talking about that. And his son does something and he keeps telling him to beat him, like just kick his ass. And he's like, <laughs> he finally sits him down and he's like, son, I'm just disappointed in you. And his dad gets up. He's like, I told you to beat his ass, not break his spirit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different level of torture. It's, oh, it's a totally, yeah. It's nice. the lasting kind of stuff. Ooh, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Phil, what was your take on this one? Yeah, I'm kind of with you guys. It it's it's fine to watch, but I don't go searching it out or anything. It's it's not one of my favorite first season episodes. There's a yeah. lot to be desired in it. Absolutely. All right, that's fair enough. Uh, cool. Yeah, that's it for this. We had the the one death. Uh, oh, Dave, where's this on your your Davometer? Four. Okay, so I think that might be your lowest one. That's my lowest so score yet. Yeah, this one beat the last one for lowest one in TNG. Just just it wait until we did. get to the next one when it's a uh, sexy capital punishment. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I like that 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 you know what I'm talking about. Snoo snoo? Is there some death oh, by yeah. snoo snoo? Oh. <laughs> uh, there are scantily clad uh, all over the place. This one, just keep off the grass is is all I'm saying. Oh Did my we... goodness. Did we mention that this episode features the first appearance by Mark Alamo, who would go on to play Ducat on DS9? He's one of the snake creatures, I think. Uh, no, the dog-looking ones. He's dog like creature. the head dog-looking with like the, uh, the long gray goatee. Yeah, it's Ducat. Yeah, he would actually. This was actually his one, two, three, four. He had four guest roles before before DS9. As different aliens. Yeah, all different aliens. I do. I feel like later, yeah, I do recognize him. He played later. Commander oh. Commander Tebok, uh, Romulan. Yes. Uh, yeah. He played uh, Golmaset mm. on yes. another yeah. one, and then he also played um, Frederick Laroque from the episode where they go back in time to to uh, to San Francisco. Time Zero. Wait. He's uh, time, yeah, Time Zero. Yeah. He's in Time Zero. Yeah, he Wait, plays one of he, Yeah, he's one of the card guys that's playing cards. <gasps> oh, but now that you said when Data that, comes I know in. Exactly which yeah, one he's got like a red he's got like a red coat jacket on and uh, tie and th- full yeah. three-piece suit and everything. Yeah, that's it's him. Funny how because he's so well known as like a being a Kardashian or something like, oh, just don't put any makeup on, he's fine, no one'll know. Yeah, and that and that role for him in Time Zero was perfect because he's uh, his parents are from France. So when he speaks French in the episode, it's all him. He he's fluent in French. Yeah, I have to go watch that now. Oh, oh my god, ruined me. It sounds yeah. interesting. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you're gonna know. love it. It's a great it's a great time travel it's, episode. It's a good two parter. It is. Ooh, I like a good time one. travel episode. Yes, yeah, you are San Francisco at the Gold Rush era. It's like the 1890s, I think. I think by then. But yeah, as long as it's a good time travel episode, it's some really of them good. are. It is. But it's so good. Time zero is my favorite. Um, Morgan Glen Glendale, is that what I was saying? 
He wrote like a, like one or two other episodes of Star Trek, and all of the ones he wrote are just so good. I like all my favorite episodes of TNG are written by him. Nice. Yeah, no, you were definitely, you have claimed Time Zero. I think the only one of the ones that have been claimed, like, I, I think, um, oh, Melinda said she wants to come back for uh, Symbiosis? No, Skin of Evil. I think she said, she said Skin of Evil. Okay. She wants to watch Tasha <laughs> die. Watch Tasha die. No. Yeah. Spoilers. Sorry. Spoilers. 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 Sorry. And then I think Lauren's coming on for uh, Captain's Holiday. Oh, nice. Yeah, and then her boyfriend was coming on for some other ones, too. I have to, like, schedule those. But, yeah, no, but yeah, you were, you're coming back. There's a few Deanna, Deanna ones I, I want to come back for. So. Uh, you have an open Good. invite. So you come yep. back anytime. Yes, send us a absolutely, list. anytime you wish. Yes, yeah, uh, send me a list, and we'll, we'll, we'll do that. I mean, I think we, we mapped this out. I think doing all of TNG will take about a year and a half, so we'll get yeah. to them eventually. Because <laughs> we're only yeah. doing two a week, so. Yeah, and Time Zero is until season five. Yeah, we got a little bit. But there's some good Deanna ones before. Yeah. There's a great... I, I want to do the dual Riker Deanna one. You know the which one I'm Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Will and Thomas. Yeah, yeah, yes. the, yeah that's like season six, I think. Five or six. I think so. Yeah, I'll yeah, do that one too. Come back. Also, there's a few Deanna ones where I'm like... As soon as uh, Loxana comes in... Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. I'm yeah. here for Loxana episodes too. No, absolutely. Uh, just let me know. You can come back anytime. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll probably need to have you back for thine own self then when Deanna Troy takes the bridge officer's test to become commander. That's a good episode. Yes. That's, a, that's a really good I'm, one too. That's such a good Deanna episode. Yeah, I'm back for that one. Yeah, when when Data gets uh, radiation poisoning and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. So. Good ones. Uh, awesome. Okay, well, the, um, let's do... Uh, uh, I swear I'm, I'm <laughs> um, uh, Harley, uh, plug your, your stuff again. Where can people find you online? Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at, at Ms. Harley R M S H A R L E Y R for my personal Instagram. And then um, we talked about last episode, but I'll mention this episode. I have a podcast uh, that I do with another uh, woman and we used to manage comic book stores, both of us. And it's called the fake nerd girls podcast. Um, not because we're fake nerd girls, but we're kind of trying to take back that term since, uh, like I said before on, on this episode and last episodes, I, I think that it's great to discover your nerddom at any point in your life. And we fully accept that. Um, <laughs> and so we talk about nerd stuff in comics and we have some great guests like Cecil Castellucci on to talk about all that stuff from kind of a more feminist, uh, equality angle. Um, and that one is at fake nerd girls podcast and you can listen to it anywhere you listen to podcasts wherever you listen to this one apple spotify google play everything all yeah. that stuff awesome Very good. go check it out i'm i'm gonna go listen to it because i i need to up my comic book uh cred yeah also, <laughs> please, let me know what you think <laughs> yeah again I've, we've had lots of friends and family we've actually had a few reviews by just like fan people and they've been all five stars but I mean, no, I'll take yeah. it. Yep. For feedback, I also love questions. If people want us to talk about something specific, tell me. Okay. Deal. Cool. Very cool. Right on. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us again. We greatly appreciate it. And, and you have an open invite. Uh, come back anytime. 
<laughs> Maniacal laughter. She does not know what they've done. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, David, why don't you do ours and then we'll be done. Absolutely. Yeah. You can check us out at nerdtrekpodcast.com where we got links to all of our social medias. Uh, we got a link to our cafe press in case you are itching for a plate with our logo on it. And (laughs) (laughs) why that made me laugh. Who isn't? Uh, And we have a meet the nerd section on there. where you can see Jeff's smiling face and the rest of us. And also wherever podcasts are found, which is somewhere that you're listening to it right now, go there and give us a five-star rating and review. We'll read it out on the air and you can become just a tiny bit famous like we are. (laughs) <laughs> wow uh that that's a lot of uh hope and aspirations there Damn, yeah, really. <laughs> they haven't done it yet shut up i know i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry sorry all right <laughs> that's it for us uh come back join us on our tng extravaganza uh and we will catch you on the next one bye everybody later bye.